Bias is in session. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to summer school. Summer school. Class is in session That's one right. more time, man. You're really, I'm excited. How are you? I'm excited about this. Yeah, I yeah. like doing this with you. God is, God is really, <laughs> God's really going to be making a super yeah. unique investment in us this summer. I said it last week. I'll say it again. I know what you did last summer. Yes. We all did the same thing. That's right. We were stuck in the house. <laughs> But man, I know many of you are outside and you're enjoying uh, the opportunity to connect with family and friends again. But I'm so proud of you that you're making the investment to say, making the decision to say, wherever I am, I'm going to invest in me. That's, That's right. the most important investment that you can make. And we're glad that you're locked in and God's going to teach us some, some, some things that I think that, that are going to next level our life during this series, man. Well, listen, man, we're in summer school. And this Woo! is class number two. <laughs> and uh, man, we're learning something. We're experiencing education and elevation this yeah. summer. It's, it's going to be a great, great, great summer. And uh, I'm excited to have, we're co-teaching this class together. This is what I, lo I love about um, Change Church. You know, one of our core values is hunger. Yeah. So we've got an insatiable appetite. You know, it's like literally, you know, we've been leading this church 15 years, almost 16. Yeah. And there is still hunger in every location. Right, it is. They like, bring it, pastor. Come on, I'm ready. I'm it's, ready. that's so amazing to me. Yeah. And so, this is what, watch this. We have, there's such a unique hunger in our house that mm -hmm. this, we care more about the message than the method. Yes. I love that, I love yes. that. I don't have to stand on chairs, I will if I feel it to speak. Oh, yes. But we can also sit in one. That's right. And people yeah. receive it that way also. Yeah. And so I'm excited about this because we're learning, man, this, this series. And it's going to be going to be incredible. It's going to be good. All right. Well, let's read our foundational right. scripture again. Matthew 19, verse number four says, haven't you read? He replied that the beginning, the creator made them male and female and said, yes. for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be yes. united to his wife. Yes. And the two will become one, one flesh. flesh. Last week, we talked about dating. 101. Yes. This week, listen to this, we need to talk about marriage 101. In Jesus' yes. name. Drop some fire in the chat if you're oh, ready marriage. for this. <laughs> Jesus here in Matthew 19 makes a very significant statement. The statement contains two words that are worthy yeah. of unique attention. One of them we emphasized last week. Mm -hmm. We want to lean into the other one this week. And the words are leaving yeah. and cleaving. And cleaving, yes. Last week, we talked about customizing criteria. Yeah. Using dating as a discernment tool mm -hmm. to discover whether or not this person is, when we talk about soulmates, right. <laughs> watch this, whether or not this person is suitable for your mm -hmm. soul. Yeah and necessary for your assignment. So good. So, so I, 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 yes. I want you to catch that. Yeah. Whether or not the person is suitable mm -hmm. for your soul. Right. And we get this word suitability from Genesis when God creates Eve before he does so. Yeah. He makes, before there's this, the creation of Eve, there's this declaration by God where God the Father says, mm -hmm. I need to find a helper suitable. Suitable. 
for him. So is this person suitable for your soul, Mm -hmm. necessary for your assignment? That's that's a soulmate. And here it is. Uh, Here it is. And dating is the discern one of the discernment tools that can be used to help determine that. So it's one thing to leave. Yes. But after you leave, you got to cleave. You got to cleave. (laughs) After you go from coupling dating to covenant <laughs> right. marriage mm-hmm. there has to be cleaving it does. And, and I want to start with this statement family Yeah. write this down mm-hmm. type it down make a mental note of it Yes. cleaving is not automatic no. cleaving requires intentionality it does Yes. I'm going to say that one more time mm-hmm. cleaving is not automatic Yes. Cleaving requires intentionality. intentionality. Now, listen to what Jimmy Evans says about cleaving. Mm-hmm. He says, cleave means to pursue with great energy. Yeah. I'm going to say that one more time. Cleave means to pursue with great energy. So here it is. Here's God's method mm-hmm. for marriage. Yeah. That I am consistently chasing. Mm-hmm. See, culturally, it feels like once I'm married, I caught them. Yeah, is it? No. Mm-mm. Cleaving suggests yes. that I'm always chasing, watch this, not chasing them necessarily, yeah. but chasing their heart. That's right. It's an ongoing pursuit. I like that. Listen to this. Come on. This, this is important. <laughs> Cleaving is a, is a, is a commitment yeah. <laughs> to pursue passionately. Yes. Regardless of how I feel emotionally. Ooh. Mm. Is this, is, are we coming in hot today? We're coming in hot. Yeah, yeah. If we're coming in hot, <laughs> put some fire in that chat. Yes. Yeah. Now let's pause for the cause. That's let's right. catalyze some authenticity here. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is mm-hmm. we don't always feel like cleaving. No, we don't. No, we, we end up being conditional. But because love is unconditional, then you're supposed to continue to pursue even when that person doesn't seem like that you should be pursuing them. Okay. Because you made a commitment at yes. that moment yeah. to cleave. Yeah. You know, I think that's powerful. I think it goes back to what we talked about a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea of setting standards. Right. That a person's love for you doesn't mean that they have standards for themselves. Right. So you want a person that has standards. And watch this. And part of the standard, part of a standard I think every yes. believer should have is your, this is what Paul says, your yeah. yes meaning yes and your no meaning no. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. That you're a person of your your yes, word. Person of your word. And you're a person that keeps commitments. That's right. And it doesn't mean we will do this perfectly because we won't. Right. But there should be, watch this. Mm-hmm. It, just because there isn't perfection doesn't mean there has to be stagnation. Right. That's good. You don't have to stop. Cleaving. Cleveland. Ongoing. Consistently. It is, <laughs> it is pursuing yeah. passionately regardless of how we feel emotionally now jimmy evans said this it rocked my boat all right i'm gonna share it with you all if this resonates with you i want you to put ow in the chat put ow in the chat like ouch put ouch in the chat here it is he says this commitment Mm -hmm. not just emotion should fuel the relationship that's an ouch jimmy leave me alone (laughs) commitment what do you, when you hear emotion. that, what, what do you think? What comes it to your mind? It means that I made a vow before God mm. that no matter what, 
I am going to love you. I am going to do the things that the scripture says, no matter what. So not an if and condition. I hear it saying, Shamika, you made this commitment, so you're going to cleave and you're going to pursue this relationship to the best of your ability. Yeah. No matter what. This is so powerful. Even if they don't deserve it. Well, 100 <laughs> percent. And, and it's weird, right? No, no, it's weird because when you really right. talk about this, what we're really talking about is being a Christian. It is. Yeah. Because Christians give people what they don't deserve. Right. Now, we aren't saying that you should be unwise, that you should be not discerning. Yes. We aren't saying that there shouldn't be boundaries. I right. mean, of course, if you've listened to us talk about relationships, mm -hmm. there are times where you've got to put boundaries sometimes. Yes. Uh, it, it, you've got to set boundaries with people that you love deeply and dearly. Yes. So we're not saying do mm -hmm. any, subject yourself to any kind of abuse right. or exploitation right. or subjugation. Yes. But this idea of that cleaving... Yes is tied to a feeling has to be addressed because the truth of the matter is in a marriage long term right. you are not always going to feel like cleaving no no you're not there will not be the butterflies and google eyes all the time Not all the time but one of the things you always say is sometimes you got to do it until the feelings catch up so just cleave keep cleaving to the feelings catch up. Say it one more time for the people in the back. Somebody put some <laughs> fire in the chat for the first lady. Say it again. Sometimes you have to do it until the feelings catch up. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, you operate in obedience. That's Let right. your emotions follow your obedience. Yes. Not your obedience following the emotions. Yeah. Come now on. Let, let, let me tell you why. This, man, I feel like teaching stuff like this is so mm -hmm. important. Yeah. Because sometimes people can assume that if you've mastered a degree of morality, yeah. you have no more room for spiritual growth. Mm -mm. But when you hear teaching like this, what the scriptures have to say about things like this, yes. it shows us why we need God, why we need grace, yes. even if we master morality, because explaining this is easy. Oh yeah. Doing it is hard. Living is hard. Come on. And I think we need to acknowledge it that, is. right? It Advancement is. and obedience is not always easy. Right. So we know we're articulating this and we know it may sound simple, but we're also very aware yeah. that this isn't easy. Yeah. But just because it's not easy doesn't mean it's not possible. That's right. That's right. Ooh, it's good. It's so, so important. It's so good. Faithful commitment, not yeah. just emotion, must fuel the relationship. Mm -hmm. This is important. I'm going to give you one more thing Dr. Evans says. He says this. Why is it that we will work so hard to impress total strangers, strangers, but will not work as hard to please the ones we vowed before God to love and cherish for the rest of our lives? Somebody come get me. I'm about to pass out. I'm going to read that one more time, y'all. Yes. He says, why is it yeah. that we will work so hard to impress total strangers, mm. but we will not work to please the ones we mm. vowed before God to love and cherish for the rest of our lives? Ooh. Cleaving, Cleaving requires intentionality. That's right. It does. So if a person is looking and you're in a long-term relationship, yeah. you're in a long-term marriage, and you feel like the intimacy 
is evaporating and yeah. things are not the way that they used to be. Mm -hmm. It is not going to organically and right. automatically come back around. That's right. Cleaving requires intentionality. It, yes. it means that you can't wait for feelings to fuel yes. your attempt to reconnect and reestablish yeah. that yes. intimacy. Right. It means that you've got to act. Yes. And you're acting in faith and your yes. cleaving will help reignite the fire and the flame that God wants to burn in your relationship. Yes. If you want that thing to burn, I want you to put fire in that chat one more time. Yes, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, and receiving revelations like this mm -hmm. should lead to relational repentance. It should. Should. And I think we don't talk about that a lot. Well, we, we don't. You know, and I think about the whole thing with the commitment is the faithfulness. So because we are being faithful, then God will honor your faithfulness. Yeah. So even in the relationship, as long as I'm faithful to this commitment, then I know God is going to do his part. Yeah. As long as I do my part. Yeah. yeah. And so allowing our emotional, emotions to fuel it is me not doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, get, when you get a revelation that, mm -hmm. hey, there's another way, a better way, a kingdom way to yeah. do this, then that revelation should produce a, a revolution. And I think we got to stop being afraid of this word repentance. Ooh. We can't run from this word. We got to be afraid. I don't think you can next level anything. I don't think yeah. you can improve anything without embracing this word. Yeah. Repentance. And it just simply means a U-turn. It yeah. doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means I need to make a U-turn in yes. this area. Sometimes we're driving down the wrong road. Right. Once you get a revelation that this is not the right road, you can keep driving down the wrong road, beating yourself yes. across the head. You're so dumb. Why did you? Mm -hmm. Or you can turn around. Right. And the sooner you turn around, the sooner you can get to the destination right. you're trying to get to. Right. And so I'm just telling somebody that's watching this, don't wait for tomorrow to make a U-turn. Make a U-turn right now. Yeah, God determines when we yes. get the revelation. Yeah. We determine when we act in repentance. That's right. Yeah, that's good. That's God good. determines when we see it. We determine what we do about right. it. Yeah. Relational repentance. What does this mean? It means three things. Mm -hmm. It means acknowledge the truth. Yes. Admit you were wrong. Mm -hmm. That's confession. Yes. And then adjust your behavior. Make your adjustments. I repentance like requires adjustments. Yes. Because the Bible says repentance has fruit. Yeah. I'll say it one more time. Okay. Acknowledge the truth. Mm -hmm. Admit you were wrong. Admit you were wrong. And then adjust your behavior. Make That's your triple A. Y'all got it? <laughs> Acknowledge the truth. Yes. Admit you were wrong. Mm. And adjust your, your behavior. behavior. This is also Dr. Evans. Yeah. Acknowledge the truth, admit yeah. you were wrong, and adjust yes, your, behavior. your behavior. See, watch this. An apology without an adjustment is not repentance. Mm -mm. It's not. You can be sorry for what you don't change. Right. That's right. And you can did have you, a revelation did, and not make a change. Yes, 100%. So you need to have the revelation and then do something about it. Yes. That's good. This is powerful. Yeah. This is... This is so important. And so what we want to do in this, in the remaining time, is, is this good in anybody? Is, is this good? All right. What, what we want to do here in this, in, in the remaining time together, yeah. Jesus talks about this leaving and, and cleaving. 
is we want to share with you some keys okay. to cleaving. Yeah. Some kingdom keys to cleaving. Because remember, cleaving doesn't happen automatically and organically. Yes. Cleaving only happens with intentionality. That's good. Yeah. So here it is, family. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, cleaving <laughs> requires communication. Communication. Somebody put that in the chat right there. Talking and listening. Communication. That's powerful. Talking and listening. And listening. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a working definition of communication. Many of you, I think we gave away, I don't know if it's still there. We like did a whole free e-course on, on this yeah. with couples and we gave it away. Mm -hmm. It's here, Communication, watch this, it is the transferring yeah. of feelings, thoughts, ideas, mm -hmm. concepts from one mind to the next. It's the transferring yep. of Feelings, thoughts, ideas, yes. concepts from one mind to the next. Yes. It's the transferring of feelings, thoughts, ideas, concepts from mm -hmm. one mind to the next. So what, what does that mean? It means just because I've talked doesn't mean I've communicated. Because mm -mm. communication right. is transportation. Yes. It means that what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, my mm -hmm. ideas and my concepts have gone from my mind to your mind. Yes. Watch this. Have you ever spent time talking to people and walked away and felt like I still wasn't heard? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. And who wants to be close to somebody that you feel like doesn't get you? Right. Yes. That's good. Who wants to be close to somebody that, that you feel mm -hmm. like doesn't honor you enough to listen to you? Right. Yeah. That's good. Somebody put this in the chat. Listening is love. Woo. If you love me, you'll li you'll listen to me. <laughs> If you love me, you'll listen. That's right. And you don't have to understand all the time, but Good. you do have to listen. That's a part of loving a person. Yeah. Taking the time to hear what they have to say and hear their feelings and thoughts. You know, I don't, you, that's powerful. You said we don't have to understand mm -hmm. all the time. And mm -hmm. I would also add to that, we won't understand all the no. time. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in order for us to have the revelation and to acknowledge and admit what's wrong and make the adjustments, you gotta communicate. Yeah. You have to have understanding. So you have to be able to articulate what you're feeling and then the other person has to be able to hear. Yeah, watch this. Understanding should not be a requirement for empathy. <sighs> it took me a long time to learn it. I think, I think in some ways I'm still learning that. Mm -hmm. That understanding should not be a requirement yeah. for empathy. And I really think if we look at it like, let's say if somebody's lost a parent and you've never lost a parent, yeah. you don't understand. Right. If you hadn't sat in that seat, you do not understand. Right. Yet at the same time, you can show empathy. Yes. Even when there is an understanding. Yeah. And I feel like that same truth applies in the context of relationships, and it helps yeah. people get closer, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. When you feel like, okay, even if you don't understand, like you can't wrap your head around it, right. you're empathizing with what I'm feeling, right. even yeah. though you don't know what it's like to feel this right. way. Right. No, it's good. And, and that's something that we all have to learn, empathy and sympathy have both, and that's gonna help the relationship. Because a lot of times, if I'm empathetic with what you're sharing and I don't understand, you may will be willing to share a little more to help me Good. understand. But if you feel like I don't care and I'm not relating, yes. then you're gonna shut down, you're not gonna share. Mm, that's good. Who wants to communicate with somebody that doesn't care? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my empathy helps me get more understanding. That's, you can tell how, how, how ready I am to get back to church. I'm holding the mic up. <laughs> like preach <laughs> what y'all saying to me like, like we got a whole church <laughs> S 
Say, we're not there, Pastor. I'm on my phone. I'm in Bermuda, Pastor. <laughs> but you can put it in the chat right now. <laughs> I'm in Bermuda, Pastor. I'll be back next week. Yeah. No, but, but communication. It is. Yeah, and it's so important. It's key it to is. cleaving. This yeah. is one of the things I've said. I've said that satisfaction is seasonal, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That what satisfies you in one season might not satisfy you no. in another. Yes. And the only way for someone to be to meet your needs long term yes. is uh, for them to make the adjustments that are necessary right. based on what you need in that season. Right. But they can't make adjustments yeah. if those adjustments aren't articulated. Not communicated. Yeah. Like I don't like like there are things that you did not like before or didn't care as much for mm -hmm. that you like now. Yes, absolutely. Love it now. And that's a completely different conversation because <laughs> once a person didn't like it and now they say they do like it, uh you got to believe them. Yeah. That's right. Right? Because she'd be telling me, she was like, you don't want no flowers. I bought you flowers three years ago. You didn't like those flowers. Right. But we change. We grow. People yeah. learn. And so the thing about relationships is the most things that happen in your relationship, you have to communicate it. Strong. You got to communicate about your children. You got to communicate yeah. about your needs. You got to communicate about what you want to eat. Yeah. All the way around, it's all about communication. Yeah. So you have to learn this yes. and it's not something that you're going to ever master but you can strive to do better and yeah. grow in it so i want to help all the sisters with this when she mentioned something <laughs> about eating uh no man know what he want to eat okay so <laughs> i just don't want you to be frustrated with your man because i want you to know it's me it's your man it's all man she'll be like what you want to eat and i'll be like i don't know I don't but care. i just have learned something. how to communicate haven't i well you have but so i'm I give just you saying three we, options. Don't, we don't know how to communicate you get three options as, as men we don't know how to communicate right. Sometimes, and what'll happen is you'll be like, "Well, what you want?" And I'll be like, I, "It doesn't matter." And then you get something like, "I don't want that." Mm -hmm. So we try to operate off of wisdom now, in our house. But now you give options: A, B, or C. Yes. Yes, that's communication. And you say B. Yes. And we we all good. Look at God. Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he will? Okay. So communication. Yeah. That's key. All right. Second key to Cleveland is this. Mm -hmm. This is often overlooked. Camaraderie. Camaraderie. Time yes. won't allow me to really dive into all of these because all of this could really be a series. Like yeah. every one of these points could be a sermon. Camaraderie is what we would call rec uh, recreational companionship. companionship. Yeah. Yes. Because camaraderie is mutual trust and friendship. Right. This yeah. is what we say. Mm -hmm. Lovers can't keep marriage vows. Mm -mm. Friends can. Friends can. Yep. Yep. That's right. Just being a lover, you can't keep those mm -mm. better worse. Just being a lover don't. No. Worse don't work for lovers. Right. Better worse only works for friends. Yes. Yeah. Uh, am I making sense there? That's right. Yeah. And so if that camaraderie mm -hmm. isn't developed, then this you won't have recreational compatibility. Yeah. And what does that mean? It means that you'll be doing the things you love the most. With other people. With someone yeah. else besides the person you love the most. Yeah. That's right. So your most memorable and pleasurable experiences mm -hmm. will be with somebody else. Yeah. Because there's no camaraderie. Yeah. Ooh, we need that. That's so important. And that's why we teach for people to start being a friend in the dating session. You start yeah. gathering data, become friends, good. and then you fall in love with your friend. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is really important. Now, when it comes to recreational compatibility and com camaraderie, it doesn't mean that we enjoy the same things. No. Yes. Because there are things we don't enjoy. No. And there are times where you set boundaries, meaning, mm -hmm. okay, 
if this is something that I don't prefer, right. that's one thing. I'm going to enjoy you enjoying this. Right. Right. See the difference? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't enjoy this, but I'm enjoying you enjoying this. <laughs> so, like, I like going to basketball games and we would go to basketball games together. She's not that interested in basketball, but she loved to people watch. I like going to basketball games, though. But, you, but not for the same reason. I go to that people I go watch. To, right? <laughs> I enjoy people right? watching. <laughs> yeah. But there is, but I don't feel like I'm dragging her. Right. Because this is something I want to enjoy. Yes. So, it, it'll rob me of the experience of enjoying it mm -hmm. if I feel like I'm. The person that I'm with is a joy robber. Right. Yes. So, it, so the, the point, though, is you don't necessarily have to enjoy the same mm -hmm. things, but you can enjoy yes. the person enjoying them, and you can enjoy being yeah. with them. And that doesn't mean that there are no boundaries. So it's like if she wants to go skydiving, I love her. I'm just not going. <laughs> I will be there on the ground when you land. <laughs> I just will not be in the plane with you. Right? Because I'm going to make you miserable. So I love you too much, and I love me too much to get in that plane with you. I got to set a boundary there. Yes. Yeah. You're right. But, you know, and we learn to find things together that we enjoy to do as yeah. well. So there's things that we do, like bowling. And, and it doesn't always have to be outside activities. But we've learned to do things together, whether it's watching a Netflix show. Yeah. We've, it's all a part of companionship, yeah. recreational good. companionship. Good. Yeah. All right. Here it is. Are y'all tired of this already? Is this good? <laughs> Okay, all right. So, so here it is. Number three is, yes. so number one is communication. Number two is camaraderie. Number three is security. Security. That's what helps yeah. cleaving. Mm -hmm. Now, what does security mean? This is important. Knowing that your needs will be met in a consistent and sacrificial manner. Yes, consistency. It means I got, the, I got security. You got security. Yeah. When you know my needs are going to be met mm -hmm. in a consistent and yes. sacrificial manner. It's reliability, mm -hmm. it's predictability, it's me. I can it's depend me. on you. Yes, it's yes. me knowing mm -hmm. that I can, for the most part, there are going to be exceptions, but for right. the most part, mm -hmm. I can depend on this person. Yes. To meet my needs in a consistent and sacrificial way. That's right. And we don't want to general, I don't want to generalize here. Mm -hmm. We try to stay away from that. But security is like really important, I think. And some things are like uniquely important mm -hmm. to one person or, or another. But yeah. I know that for a lot of people and a lot of women that you've talked to and mentored yes. and discipled and coached, that that security is like super, super important yeah. for them in terms of them feeling close. Right. And security can come from a number of areas. When we're talking about emotional healing and emotional health, I help people determine early, is security a need of yours? It may be because you grew up in a mm -hmm. way where your family didn't have much and you always had to worry. And so you may have a need to have security, consistency, and knowing that the person is going to be able to help stabilize you. Yeah. But then it also has to do with insecurity and a number of things. So it's so important to know what area do you need that form of security so that you can communicate that to your spouse. Powerful. Yeah. All right. Here, here it is. One more. One more. Well, two more. Here two more. it is. Yeah. Uh, number four, support. Support. Yes. Support. Mm-hmm. Now, listen to this, y'all. Your partner needs to know yep. that you are vest, invested, invested in yeah. and interested in their interest. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense to? Yes. Mm-hmm. Support suggests I am invested in and interested in your interest. Yes. 
I'm there for you. I'm, I'm, I'm here to support you. I'm here to encourage you. I'm there. Yes. Right. And, you know, support, it, it doesn't mean that, this doesn't mean that you have a relationship where, uh, where you aren't speaking the truth in love. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. If somebody's 56 and they want to be a rapper, I think you <laughs> need to, you know, that doesn't mean you're not supporting me. It's like, yeah, I, I do. But we probably need to pivot. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, I don't think, it's like, okay, I'm going to support you rapping, just we need a job, you right. know. What I mean? And it, you might support in a different way, you yeah. know. And it, it is a part of encouragement and helping the person have guidance through what they need to do. But I think about support is showing up. So it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean being present, but showing up for the person, knowing that you're the one person that's going to have their back and be there for oh, them. Oh man, that's good. Yeah. yeah, knowing that this is the this is I know if all else fails. Yes. This is the one space and place in yep. my life yep where i know i'm gonna have backing and support mm -hmm. that's right that matters that matters and i think we've we've told this story a couple of times uh, and and i want to say to people don't underestimate how much your support means yeah absolutely i'm gonna say that one more time yeah don't underestimate how much your support means mm -hmm. i think even in the era of parenting my kids are in sports i think my affirmation weighs more so the coach can say, great job. Their friends can say, great job. Yes. Somebody else's daddy can say, great job. Yeah. But if I put my hand on their shoulder mm -hmm. and look them in the eye and say, great job, yes. the same, it's the same words, but they carry different weight. Yeah. Now, yeah. this is what happens. Let me speak specifically with men here. When, when, um, when men are boys, mm -hmm. they express the impact your words have on them. Yeah. So when they're a baby or a toddler, you say, show me your muscles. And you say, look at my big man. He got his muscles. <laughs> right. And he starts screaming and, yes. and smiling and flexing and showing yeah. out. Now watch this. The words weigh the same That's right. at 30 as they did at 3. They do. They do. He just expresses it different. Yeah. He's doing the same thing. He's just doing it internally. Yeah. He needs to hear it from you. Yeah, that's right. And because it's not expressed the same way that, yes. is, that is expressed when they're three, sometimes we can assume that they don't need it. That they don't need it. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I want everybody, I know we aren't talking about this, we're talking about support, but I want <laughs> everybody um, to, to put in this chat, tell me. But <laughs> tell me if tell I'm pretty, me. Tell, me. tell me. If you like the outfit, tell me. If I did good, tell me. Yeah. If I cook good, tell me. If it mattered to me that you showed up, tell me. That's right. I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm done, y'all. Tired of us. Class is about to be dismissed. And number five, we yes. can't. We're not gonna touch this the way we would touch this, but we have to touch it. Yes. And that is sensuality. Yeah. I didn't even say sexuality. Mm -mm. I said sensuality. Sensuality. Yes. People need to sense and feel yes. that they are deeply desired by their spouse. That's right. Yes. I'm done here. Pe pe people, <laughs> people need to, yeah. they need to, to feel, feel desire. that they are desired yeah. by their spouse. That's right. Now, there's a whole book of the Bible mm -hmm. that's filled with yeah. in sporadic places and spaces that's yeah. filled with this. So 
Song of Solomon. This expression of desire is a Song yeah. of Solomon. Yeah. And people say, hey, it's a book of, it's a metaphor of Christ's relationship with the church. Yeah. And I guess, oh, yeah, we can use it that way. But when you look at like some of the language that they use, it's yeah. like, no, they talking about each other. It's like, they you know, you say that about Jesus, right. you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, he got a little too detailed there, right. now. You might say that right. applies to Jesus. He wasn't talking about Jesus when he said that. He was talking about her. Yes. She was talking about him. <laughs> she was talking about him. <laughs> Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's right. Yeah. But you know, it, it's important. And it is. It's important in a sexual manner, but also for a person just to know that their person wants them. Yes. Their mate wants them. You want to show up at home and be excited that the person wants to have you come home. Yeah. Or you want to be out of town and miss each other because you want each other. Yeah. You want to know that you're loved. Yeah. So it's so important to express yeah. that. And what we want to do is we just want to believe God mm -hmm. that that would be restored back into yeah. marriages, right? right. And, and that, yeah. you know, I, I, I do, I have the privilege and honor of like serving men and discipling men and mm -hmm. hearing men's hearts and things of that nature. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't think this is an issue that's caused by the church, it's a cultural issue. Yeah. But the way marriage is portrayed in culture makes it very unattractive to men. It does. And some people think it's commitment issues and that it might be a little bit of that, but I am telling you what yeah. men, what a lot of men are afraid of is not commitment itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's committing to something that's being put in front of them and portrayed in yes. a way that right. feels way more like a burden than bliss. Yeah. Like even when you look at movies and TV shows, you don't see mm -hmm. people, men that are happy. Yeah. No. Men that, that, that actually feel desired and honored and loved and and wanted by their spouse yeah and vice versa that's right and so we, we just believe in God's gonna use summer school yeah to help us mm -hmm. next level that yeah. and we're, we're, we're believing just for supernatural turnarounds yes, we are. in this area and if you you're in one and you feel like we're not cleaving at all He's like, Pastor, I did some leaving and some cleaving. Now I'm ready to do some leaving again. <laughs> and we just want to, we want to believe, we want to yeah. believe God for you that he give you the grit and the grace yes. to passionately pursue. That's right. Or to pursue passionately regardless of how you feel emotionally. Yeah. The grace to turn it around. That's right. Yeah, we're not promising you're going to wake up tomorrow and they're Google eyes. No. You didn't get here overnight. No. Right. You might not get out of this overnight. Yeah. But God is a God that will get you out and take you up. Yes, he will. Yes. If you're willing to make the commitment. That's right. To cleave. Yeah. So I want to we want to pray over you. Yes. Cuz this is what we believe you can't do anything that we taught without God's help. So Father, right now in Jesus name, we just pray for each and every person that's watching this. Lord, some of this isn't for a person's right now. It's for their next. Yes. So we even thank you for the prophetic implications of this message that you're, you're preparing them and equipping them with the knowledge and the wisdom that they need for their next right now. Yes. They're going to run into their next with a running start, with a head start because of the revelation that you poured out among us today. So we just thank you for this. And we pray for a resurgence of fervent fire and cleaving we ask this in Jesus name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen.
drop some fire in that chat. Some, some people are watching this. They're like, this is the first time I like school. I like summer school. Sometimes people say go to summer school. You're like, uh-uh, I'm not going. This is good summer school. <laughs>